Still Pool Sports podcast. This is Liz. This is Remy. And we are back for another episode. How are you doing, Remy? I'm I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. It's been the swing of things for us. Basketball are season. Yeah. How how are you feeling now that I guess we've had two sets of games for the in season tournament? We've had last Friday, right? There were, I guess, three days of games. So last Friday, there was games. Tuesday, and then this Friday, there were games. Indeed, there was. Indeed, there was. I, so, I get it and I understand it. I want to start there. Okay. I do. But. <laughs> but not, we're not all fans do get it or understand it, but okay. I, I it's, you know, for me, it's just regular games. But with hideous floors, by the way, I have come down. I was, on the side. Like, I'm not, I, I was not going to go there. I, I, they're just bad. I was not going to go but there. Anyways. Okay. We, we won't talk about the there. floor. We won't. But what I feel like is that it's just regular season games. And okay. they've just added a little bit of a spin to it. Yeah. And... That's basically what it is, to me at least. It doesn't feel any more special or anything like that. And maybe that's just because it's not there yet. Yeah, I, I think. You know what I mean? But, so I think but, what the Cavs tried to do so, because the Cavs played on the first night of the in-season games. They played Indiana. They had actually played Indiana before. But what they did, and I we had talked about this in our last episode, about maybe this is a little bit of a, a strategy is that was the first night that they brought back. All of their players were healthy. Jared Allen hadn't played since, I mean, he hadn't even been practicing since September because he'd been hurt. A bunch of the other guys had been on and off hurt, not playing consistently. So that was the first night that they all played. However, they still lost. So (laughs) had they won, I think it would have been like, oh, like a little bit more excitement. So I think they did try to kind of like do this, like we're going to ease into the season and then in-season tournament starts and we hit the ball running. However, um, Indiana is on a is on a bit of a streak right now. So that was just unfortunate for the Cavs. That's a tough game for them. They don't match up extremely well against Indiana. Well, well and, in, and Indiana is, is on, like they're third in the East right now. So they're on a bit of a, a bit of an up, Uptick. Yeah. Oh, for so, sure. But yeah, I, I think for the Cavs, it's it's hard when young players overachieve. Not overachieve, but like yeah, because the Cavs with their young players did, did were a, big, a huge team last year. Yeah. And then the year changes, and it's hard to get young players. I think to buy in sometimes to that change. It's hard. It's a Don Mitchell's now second year there. Garland sacrificing his game for Donovan Mitchell's game. Is that going to clash them a little bit? He could have gotten a little bit better. And now he has to end up, but the coach is still going to Mitchell and they should go to him. This is, yeah, the tension, the excitement of the newness of it is over. And now the kind of like tension of how we're going to work together is 
is a little more challenging. So yeah. we'll see how that goes if they work it out. Um, hopefully, hopefully. I mean, I think well, they, they get along. They, so that I think, that, yeah, I, I don't think it's anything like I hate that this guy takes all these shots. I think it's just a natural thing with yeah. players. You go and spend summer getting better, and you go back and you just do the same same thing for you again. Right, right. So, so, so I think they'll figure it out. Yeah, most good teams figure it out, anyways. Yeah. So, and I'd rather have them have their slump now than later on. So let's, you know, but back to the in season tournament. I mean, yeah, like so. Did the Raptors actually have their in season game yet? Maybe it's next week. They play Boston. I think Boston is their first right in season game. In season tournament game, right? Yeah. But when do they? I just know when I turn on the game and the court looks ugly, then I, I, I'm like, okay, it's the in season tournament game. Yep. <laughs> Their next game next week, Friday is against Boston. And that's the in season game. That's the in season one. It's but, in Toronto. Can I make a point? That's also interesting because the Cavs had this too, where they played Indiana once and then they played them again. And it was the second time they played I them. Think, counted I think it's game. on purpose. I think it's on purpose yeah. to build like a, if you guys get me this, this Saturday or this game, there's a week later, we're playing for the MCs and tournament. It's kind of like, you don't want to lose Boston's arrival team to Toronto. You don't want to lose the season series. So you're trying to win those two games for sure. Right. Right. Which, which by default gives a little bit more power to the MCs and tournament for no reason. Yeah. 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 That's I, like, that's what's interesting about it. Cause. So I'm wondering if that'll be all how all the games work. I mean, Somebody's, I just can't imagine having that as my job to like do the NBA schedule every year. Like that would be a tough job. I'm sure they have algorithms that do it now, but maybe not. Yeah, I don't know how they. I don't know their, uh, how they do it. But I, I think you know it'll get better. I, I didn't notice that, and I was like, well, maybe then the Cavs will beat Indiana, but they did not. So. We'll see how the Raptors do against Boston. They they beat Wemby. They did. <laughs> they did, which was a very very interesting. It, Any, it's, uh, yeah, it's, do you uh, want to talk about it, that before? So, we so basically, you know, that was a great test of the game for the Raptors. I feel like they're in a little bit of a. Uh, If you like a little bit of a roller coaster, not really roller coaster, but just in a different space where do you trade your older assets, give the raids to Scotty and try to fit the team around him? Do you keep Scotty, OG, and Siakam for the whole year and then get like basically could lose them for nothing? Right? Like it's, yeah. uh, it's watching them play. It, it's great. You enjoy it because they are, they, they are playing really well together as a team. But right. those things are in the back of each player's mind. It's like, Scotty wants more. Siakam wants more. Like, there's not enough. Right? So. Not enough. Not enough, for, not much, enough minutes, minutes in the game. Should yeah. Start making these games longer. I actually don't really want that. But, you know, you want more minutes. You want more shots to go to you. 
Victor Wembayama is very tall, so you're not going to make any shot where he's guarding you. Yeah, he is very, like, he, I, okay, so watching him play, it's like, holy smokes. So I make players like him when I play 2K, so I could just beat everybody. They're super tall, they can shoot, they can block, just, they just they stand, stand up their and arms, block. So they, they have, like, these massively long arms, like, yep. stretch Armstrong kind of arms. He's great for the league, I think. You now have to figure out, like, you're going to see a lot of players that maybe not have a skill set coming out of college, getting a lot more chances just because they're tall. And at least you could throw you at him and hope to contain him. Yeah. It's such a weird... Well, it's weird. Like, also what somebody said in the comments, and I, I kind of felt this, it's weird to hear a guy like OG who's, how tall is he? Like 6'8"? Mm. Somebody who is very tall... Talking about another guy who's like, he's tall. Like, I can't. I was like, now you know how short people feel around you. <laughs> like, yeah, now you have definitely. that experience. I mean, it's, it's like I, I, to be- I, it happens to me too, because sometimes I don't even really notice how tall I am until like something, I, like it's, it's, it's drastic. And then I'm like, and people are like, yeah, that's how it feels. You're just how tall you are. And I'm like, Nah, man. You never think about it until you're faced with somebody that's taller than you. Right, right. And it's like, super intimidating. I, I, I've, I've had one time where we went out and somebody was like six eight, and they walked into the restaurant. And as soon as they walked in, I felt it. I was like, oh my god, I'm not the tallest person in here anymore. And it was one of the weirdest feelings. It was funny because I laughed at it because I can't believe that I, 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 I feel that way. But I get how that could be for a team and you for a player when, when that happens. You're like, how am I going to play against this guy? And as someone who's short, and when I've played sports, I've always been on the shorter side of the, the people I played against. And you just get used to it and you just get scrappier. And you kind of take a, lot of, a little bit of pride when you take out somebody who's bigger than you. You're like, I got like, I did that. We got to talk about James Harden. Oh, yes. Or lack, lack thereof. Well, okay. So he did have a very nice photo shoot in, what was it, GQ or something? GQ Sports. Him and Russell had a very nice photo shoot. Yeah, well, maybe they should make some buckets. <laughs> it was photo shoot. I think this is a disaster of a trade. I mean, yeah. Just say it. A disaster. I don't know. At this point, if you're any team, how could you take this guy? That's why nobody wanted to trade for him. I don't know what the Clippers, the Clippers were just like, I don't know. So, like the NBA must have called up the Clippers and been like, you know, just take him. So, you know, he's like age, he'll, he'll aging I think you, stars, like just can all be on one team. They're not going to play very much or do very well. And, and I'll, I'll get you back in a couple years once he retires. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Like I'll pay, like, you owe me. I owe you a favor in a couple years. I don't know what that favor will be, but I, you know. It's so crazy. I, I, that's my take on it. But it's, I mean, it's, it's, even, I, like what is going on? I, I've not. Next playing. They, they, they've, they've, their own four since he started playing. Own four. Own four. It's, it hasn't looked, it hasn't looked good. And I don't know. If he's a benefit to that team, there was an announcer 
I don't know who they played yesterday, but an announcer that kind of like ripped him a new one on on the, the like the post game. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like, you know, you complained that you weren't getting enough minutes in OKC. You got traded here to Houston. So you couldn't do it in Houston. They're like, they, they sent you, they sent you Chris Paul. Right? Yeah, Chris Paul went to Houston. Well, who went to Houston first? He was there with somebody else first. But yeah, again, he was, there, he was there with Chris Paul. They sent him Chris Paul. Oh, Westbrook was there for a little bit. Then they sent him to, oh, yeah, maybe. So. Yeah, and then they sent him, then, then he got Westbrook traded. Then they sent you Chris Paul. You couldn't do it with Chris Paul. You got Chris Paul traded. You said you couldn't do it as Houston no more. You looked at Brooklyn. You went over to Brooklyn. You got to Brooklyn. After one year, you wanted to leave Brooklyn. You well, wanted to reunite with Daryl Morey in Philly. You got an NBA, who's an NBA All-Star, or MVP. What did you do? You scored seven points in the game seven against Boston. And then you cried yourself out of there to go to the Clippers. Like, enough. It's not anybody else but him. And they just is, keep... You You. you like, are the problem. It is you. And it's, and because he, you don't take a lesser salary... He, he he needs to listen to some Taylor Swift songs. You are the problem, James yeah. Harden. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of obvious in, like, Brooklyn. Like, after the Brooklyn kind of thing, I was like, oh, this guy's not serious. I wouldn't have even looked twice at him after the Brooklyn disaster. I mean, Brooklyn was a disaster on, like, multiple different levels. In Brooklyn, it wasn't just him. But if you look at the tra- trajectory of his career, it is him. Like, he is the problem. and. Like, at what point do you just retire? His pride won't let him do that. At all. But what, you're going to have some big contracts sitting on the bench for well, he's, 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 he's got, he's got, he's got one more year. So, and no one's going to take year. him after that. That's, that's what I'm saying. So, so you're, you, know. you might as well just like, you know, I guess play out your last year and then how old is he now? James Harden, that's a good question. I think Harden is, he's got to be 32 or at least a 33. That young? Yeah, he's because he was younger. He was the youngest of, of all those guys. Oh. Hmm. He's 34, yeah. 34. 34. Okay. I mean, 35 is not a bad age to retire. I, I think, you know, things are changing now because LeBron is playing for so long. But retiring in your mid-30s for a basketball player, that's not unacceptable like you've had a long career you're never going to win a championship call it a day have have a few good more games and and then be done i don't know that's my take but yeah i i yeah for me it's like it's it's the bag i get carmelo anthony had said said it he's like people are stopped chasing the ring and now they're chasing the money yeah. And I think that's a big that's a big part about it. It's it's the money. Yeah. Well, it's interesting in the in season tournament. I mean, they win a bunch of money if they if they yeah. win the tournament. So maybe that's I mean, maybe they they know they have to attach money to these things. I mean, but if they win the NBA championship, don't they win money or no? Or they're things tied For- in. I think so. 
yeah. think there's like money attached to like those are just incentives that are in their contracts. Like, yeah, like performance incentives and stuff. Yeah, I think it's like that. I'm not 100% sure, but I wouldn't see why it wouldn't be. Yeah, right, right. The thing is, they can they make so much money in endorsements too outside of of playing the game. And I think that that can sometimes get distracting from actually playing the game. Um, yeah, I mean, like, sometimes, it, yeah, and you want to stay the longest because you want to, like, you want to be able, if you have, if your shoe contract is going to die out next year, you want to get one big contract so that can renew, and then you can at least have some extra money coming in a couple years after you retire. So Yeah, I'm sure there's tons of, like, money management going on. That I I am not the person. Get your financial advisors and be a yep. player. Make a plan so that you have mm-hmm. money for a year, you know, decades after you leave the NBA and can live a comfortable yeah. life. I'll never shame me. He actually did that. Yeah. His his financial advisor or a person knew that he was. The, wasn't the best with money and him. they had taken a good amount of his money and locked it away where he couldn't touch it till he was like i think 45 or 50 years old Put it in so, it. so he could recklessly spend 60 70 million dollars on chains and houses or whatever and you still had like 40 or 50 million stashed away when you got older so even if you were like 50 percent good with your money there's still something that you have to go to. A lot of these, like, I, sometimes I think about, like, how could they spend so much money? Then I look at my paycheck. And even at a smaller percentage where I don't have the bigger bills like they do, I could spend all of that money. So it's not hard to spend, especially when you're getting it every two weeks. If you're getting, like, a $400,000 paycheck, you're going to buy a car. Oh, I... I think it's hard to spend a lot of money. Now, the thing is, is what happens is once you get used to making that much money, mm-hmm. you're, it's called like lifestyle creep, right? So you start to spend more slowly and, and that's yeah. what happens. Now, if you're an NBA player and you've been making that much money since you were, you know, in your early 20s and also, you know, you have people depending on you because you've been giving them money, they've been quote unquote working for you, then that's also kind of a problem, right? Um, yep. You got all your friends that you want to buy things for. And they they kind of get used no, you, to that. Like you, you get a new chain, they get a new chain. Right. <laughs> you know, and then it becomes something where it's like, you're spending all this money. Right, right. And you, that, that you really have to kind of be careful about, but it's hard. It's hard to like, you're going to say to your friends, especially if they're friends that you've had since you were younger. And now all of a sudden you're making all this money, but they're not like, what do you do? I mean, I think this is one area where LeBron has really handled himself very, very well. And yeah, I think LeBron was smart because you actually, 
you're not necessarily like you have the French friends that you've had for a long time, yeah. but you've also like your friends, like a Mav Maverick Carter and those guys, they're all have their businesses that they have. Right. Exactly. Right. That are So it's not like you, they're not burdened on you to make them a million dollars. They're making millions of dollars. Look at Rich Paul. Right. He, he doesn't need LeBron. Yeah. Them up and have their own. Yeah, exactly. Have their yeah. own businesses. So they're not dependent on him giving them money, but he definitely supported them in getting. Oh, money. yeah. He, he gave them the the opportunity to, you know, to do yeah. that. Yeah. And I, I think that's, you know, that's a really a lot to be said. Speaking of LeBron, something on my list to talk about. There is a LeBron museum opening in Akron. Uh, did wow. you see this? I did not see this. He's got his own museum. He's not even retired yet. <laughs> He's opening his own museum in Akron. It's going to be in the space. So there's a space they took over in Akron and they, they put in like, I guess it has a restaurant, a music venue, all these things. And it's like space 330, something like that. I'm forgetting the name. I should know this. And it has also like hospitality training schools and like culinary training schools. So it's this mixed use space where they're trying to provide job training for people, um, especially for parents who are associated with the I Promise School. So people in that community and just in the community in general. And so they've kind of renovated this whole space. I know where it is in Akron. So it was this, it used to be this banquet restaurant hall that had like, I guess, a, a stage and area and stuff. I mean, I had gone there for like, we'd have our like school banquets there for like end of year for the soccer teams or like our senior class dinner was there kind of deal. It was just sort of a right. like, whatever, cheesy, cheap banquet hall. And so they've renovated, they've taken over that space. I I have to I haven't driven by it because I'm curious to see what it looks like when I'm there. I'm gonna have to do this the next time I'm in Akron. And anyways, in this space, they're putting uh LeBron's museum. And it's gonna have like a mock-up of his childhood apartment that he had with his mom and a bunch of like memorabilia from when he was in high school and his early years in the pros and all of that stuff. And it costs $23 to go to. And all of that money goes to the community. Nice. So. So, so are you telling me that I have to go to Ohio? <laughs> yeah, next time you're in Akron, you've got to go to the LeBron James Museum. I mean, I wonder if over the years that will become a, a tourist destination. I don't know. I have a little like. It's a little, a little skeptical. Like, like you're not Elvis yet, LeBron. But, um, That's, I, I, I don't know. I don't, I, I, it's a nice I guess it works because it's more of like him, his childhood him. Yeah. And like NBA LeBron. So, yeah, you know, as your childhood hero to Akron. So that works. But, and obviously, uh, as he ret probably once he retires and as he gets older, it'll probably evolve and have maybe more of his career. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the plan. You know, the I'm not in the on the LeBron James Museum planning committee here. Yeah, but yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's, in it's very interesting, though. Right. 
I want, where's my museum in Akron? It's coming. I guess it's coming. You got to make, you got to build it. <laughs> I got to build it. My childhood home. <laughs> I don't even remember. I don't even remember. Like, I guess his mom helped curate like what the apartment looks like. Cause I'm like, how would you, I don't, do you remember what your childhood home looks like? I mean, I, I remember do. a little bit. I remember. I don't remember my, I don't remember my, my, the house where I lived when I was a baby. I remember, I can remember, no, see, this is the thing. I remember what I remember. It might not even be what it's like. It might just be what my, at my childhood brain. So it would have to be an adult that could tell us like, cause yeah. as a kid, you see your perspective of what is, is a little bit different. Right. right. So she might be able to like, be like, oh yeah, the kitchen was like this and this was this color and describe the, the bigger parts of it. He yeah. probably could uh, describe where the corner where he mostly was sitting on the couch in front of the TV or with his toys. Right. He'll be good at that part, but, or what toys he had. Right. Because right? that's how you thought about, but I think it's, it's, it won't be, it'll be accurate out of her mind. And they probably, this way they probably use some AI thing to generate the idea from her talking you right. get a picture and then you could build she'd be like oh this is not like this this is like this and then you can build, you can build, it, so. build it yeah i mean it's interesting like i guess i do remember the first house we lived in because we lived there until i was like 13 and i kind of remember yeah things about it now that we're talking i do and i'm you know the other house we lived in longer and so i remember things about that but yeah i i mean I mean, there should be a whole thing of like where famous people lived in Akron. You could do a little bus tour. Go past. I don't think though where LeBron lived, and I feel like I've read this before. I don't think where he lived exists anymore. I think they've been torn down and maybe rebuilt. I could be wrong about that. But because he lived in, I believe he lived in public housing. And I, at least for part of the time. And I've seen so. And I think that I think the ones he lived in were torn down and rebuilt or re relocated. And they might they might even have like they might even have some something for that where they can like where they have pictures. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, can... yeah. They totally do. I mean, a lot of that, a lot of the public housing in Akron has been rebuilt, you know, that existed like when I was a kid and would have been when LeBron was a kid. A lot of that has been rebuilt, revitalized, kind of made nicer. So that's, yeah, like I think that has been torn down. But yeah, the other thing I wanted to talk about is the City Edition jerseys. Oh, you don't like them? No, I do like, well, okay, some are awful. Some are okay and some are great. And I was reading the, I think it was the athletic had like, they had three of their writers kind of rank them. The Caps jersey actually ranked like number four as like one of the better, best jerseys. Raptors was middle of the road. I mean, what do you think the worst one was? If you have not seen them or if. Were the jazz or the house of jazz one? No, the jazz one was, I think, middle of the pack. The worst one, uh, well, I think the worst one was the one they picked as second worst. 
Okay. But which one was that? The Brooklyn one. <laughs> that one was horrible. Oh, I was yeah, bad. that makes sense. They picked the Washington one as the worst, which also is pretty bad. But the I think the Brooklyn one just looks ridiculous. I'm like, what were you trying to do here? This isn't hard at all. Good start. So yeah, for me, Brooklyn jerseys are the worst. What about you? What are your Yeah, Brooklyn jerseys from your <laughs> They look like they should be for like a little kid's team. Yeah, I I'm not the biggest fan of the jerseys or the city jerseys. I just never really been a big not your thing. I think, they should, I think like I I like when they when they had like you know you have a home and away and they have like a team jersey. I don't mind like a third jersey, like mostly third when they're the home. older jersey and they can wear them. Sometimes I was always good with that, but like a throwback. You like the throwback? Yeah, I can tell you the throwback. Like when the when the Raptors play the Grizzlies in Toronto and the Grizzlies wear the old school Vancouver Grizzlies jerseys. I think that that for me is worth like the that like the fans that are Vancouver Grizzlies of buy those jerseys and things of that nature. Right. So I gotta, you know, it's like for me that's that's where it works, right? But the the whole idea of like just the whole idea of like these are these jer- like you're trying to promote this thing that you have mm-hmm. not everybody's buying in and those are the jerseys that you chose like you know like you're missing at some point i, I think the nba has a lot of misses oh yeah things. i mean i think well right? even if you look at this set of jerseys there's some that are good like someone was saying like the phoenix one they ranked the phoenix one as the best and they're like this one's dope Cause it looks, like, it looks close to their regular uniform. It's not like it's not veering you so far one way, right? right? That's true too. It's like they could just wear these all the time. But I think, you know, listen, you you gotta sell jerseys, and having a unique limited edition jersey you sell every year is like, it's the name of the game, right? It's like, yeah. I think with some of these jerseys, what was being explained to me is some of them were like throwback jerseys to like, like we're trying to take inspiration from throwback jerseys so like the orlando jersey kind of looked like one of their older jerseys and stuff like that and then also they, they made a comment about the detroit jersey which also was a a favorite and they were like basically detroit sh- like in their bad boys era, because the Detroit jersey is supposed to kind of like reference the bad boys era. They were like, the biggest miss of that era is that they didn't have a black jersey <laughs> to wear <laughs> when when that was like the team. Yeah, um, well, for sure. But you know, I think it's kind of a neat concept. I like again, you to design. 30-some jerseys every year, I'm, jerseys I'm, every I'm, year. I mean, that's you're going to have some misses in there. I think I might just be a hater because I don't like the Raptors jersey. 
You you don't like the OVO inspired jersey? No, no, no. I I get it too because it's ten year anniversary OVO with the Raptors, so they, that's probably why they kept the color. Yeah. But I would like to see the Raptors city jersey be blue and white, like the Leafs jersey, like a nice. Oh, you think it should reference? You just want a blue and white Raptors jersey. This is what I think. Hundred percent. I think that's but that's if that's the Toronto. Oh, so remember a couple of weeks ago we were talking about yeah. Toronto having a a flag, and we didn't know if yes. the city had a flag. Yes. So I walked out of my workplace. I work right on University, and what do I see in the sky? The Toronto flag. The Toronto flags. I'm like, oh, damn! They're in my face. I didn't even know these are, these were them. So it's a blue and white jersey with a red leaf. A blue and white flag. Flag with a red red leaf. So I'm like. Yeah, this should be their city jersey should represent the city. Right? Everybody else a city jersey represents the city. Here we are, gold and black. Representing Drake. <laughs> I get it, but come on, man. You're over it. You're over it. I think you should write an angry email to whoever is in charge of the city jerseys and you should you should pitch that they need a blue and white city jersey for Toronto and that yeah. you would personally buy that jersey. Here's the thing. If you get that jersey and you start doing the, like you do a Kyle Lowry blue and white jersey, you will make money on like a Kawhi jersey that color. Oh, man. But, they need to hire me. Is that, so I'm not thinking. Think, okay, so this is an interesting concept. So you think they should do throwbacks of jerseys from former players. So like the current Cavs city jersey should be there should be a LeBron version of that. Yeah, jersey. yeah. Why not? Because it's the one Kyrie, jersey. Yeah. A Kyrie version of that jersey that would yeah. sell in Cleveland. That the Kyrie yeah. people love Kyrie and or or the or, or Harden and Houston jersey. I would buy that jersey because Harden and Houston were. Well, this actually it was okay. The current see this is Houston City jersey is pretty good because it's the H Town, mm -hmm. and so you that would be a cool jersey with H Town and Harden on the back. Yeah, yeah. See, but like it's again, it's it's they're not. I, I don't know former players that are on now on other teams. Like that's well, you just you, you well, you put those out in the summer, like when the league is not what a thing. You just put those jerseys up. I mean, but then people are gonna wear them. It's a little. I mean, I I would definitely wear a Kawhi jersey to a Raptors game right now. Well, yeah, you no one's saying you can't wear those jerseys to the game. Like the jersey, yeah. I still have a LeBron jersey that. I usually don't wear that if I go to a game now, but my brother wore a Kyrie jersey to a game. I don't blame him. That's the, that's when I liked you guys when he was here. Uh, right, right. Well, I mean, Ky like Kyrie made the shot right that kept them in the finals, so he's got a lot of like goodwill in Cleveland. Yeah. Like, Kyrie is and Siakam are like good Robin to Batman. Yeah. They are, they are, but nah, not you know, enough that era, those eras are over. <laughs> we have to let it go. None yeah. Before we go, another interesting thing you sent it to me. What they had, like the the winning the winning teams in the last was it ten years or fifteen years? The last ten years. Oh, and it was yes. And it was it's interesting so that one two was obviously Golden State number one. Right. And the Raptors number two, and you're just looking like, wow. And you know, it would have been it would have been a worse stack if they had not 
won a championship in between amongst that. It kind of like you look and you're like, okay, yeah, you guys won a championship. So it makes sense that you guys are top of the board when it comes to winning. But only one. Where Golden yeah. State has won how many championships in the last 10 years? Yeah, yeah. But they, Golden State, like, the league was so far behind Steph Curry. Like, it took them about five years to catch up with enough players to shoot enough threes to kind of keep up. Right. But that year when they won, when they broke the record for single season wins in a season. Oh, right. Yes. Like, they lost to the Cavs, obviously. Yes. But, but that year. 2016. It was like unbelievable they would outscore teams by like 20 points 25 points just oh, didn't yeah. have enough yeah. three-point they shooting were, it was it was unstoppable it's yeah unstoppable well the thing is too about golden state is well and actually i'm glad you mentioned this because the Cavs are not doing well right now but they beat golden state for the first time since december 2016 hmm. they beat them last week Interesting. Which makes maybe makes up for not doing so well right now. That was a big win. They're going to play Golden State again today, this evening. So we'll see how we'll they do. Another one. Yeah, we'll see. They need another win. But yeah, I, I mean, that stat was really interesting. And you it made you think about how like there's teams that are just like the Raptors have been a consistently decent team. And that's why they've won so many games. Yep. You don't have to be the best every year, but you can just be consistently good. Well, Where it was they, other they teams are made... very up and down. Like the Cavs yeah. won in twenty sixteen, but then after LeBron left, they had some really shitty years. Where they, yeah, were, was, you know, they were saying also like, the, like yeah, the Raptors have only missed the playoffs twice in ten years. Last year, last year, and the, and the, the bubble year. No, they were in the playoffs in the bubble year. We tanked. You took Scotty. You tanked low. We got like the third pick, and that's no, when we got Burns. They... Not no. bubble. Sorry. The yeah, year, it was the year, the year after. after. Yeah, the, year the bubble after. were in the playoffs. I called yeah, it. The I bubble, called you guys after. were like made it to the Eastern Conference finals. Semifinals. We lost to Boston. Right. Was it in the Eastern yeah. or the semifinals? Okay. Semifinals. Yeah. But the thing is, I I meant I I meant the the year after the year after when. No, remember, so the year after might have not been a bubble for every other team, but it was a bubble for us. Oh, because Toronto had to play because of all the Canadian rules. That's right. Yeah. The year you guys played in, in Florida, the year Florida. the Raptors played in Florida. I forget that yeah. that happened. That's so weird. Yeah, so it, it sucked for being a Raptor fan and going through that. Like, it was just like home game for all the Floridians were just doing. And they're not the like... Yeah, that was a weird. I was like, you it was a weird year. Different city to like test the market in. Like, why not do Seattle or like? I think Las Vegas. No, see the Seattle, and you couldn't do Las Vegas because you might have lost your team. That's true. <laughs> right, so you had no choice but to do what they did it in Tampa Bay or something. Like, yeah, they're in Tampa Bay. <laughs> That's such a random. And I, I think, I think we. I think we already have like a deal with Tampa Bay because uh, the Blue Jays spring training is in Tampa. Oh, so that's why they did it there. Cause yeah, MLS, so they did it there. MLS. MLS. Yeah. This just, it's already like, and a lot of like Canadian snowbirds are snowbirds. So you would, you think that you would have some like, I guess 
I guess. I don't know. I mean, there are. You're right. You're right. I think there's fewer and fewer snowbirds. Oh, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I guess there are. But maybe I feel like there's maybe not as many as there used to be, but I could be. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Or maybe they're going other places than Florida. Yeah. Well, well now for sure. Yeah. Right. The other thing I sent you <laughs> that was interesting. Did you see the Hawks did their own only fans business? The commercial for what it was for the in season tournament. Yeah. And it was only fans inspired for only Hawks. Yes. Yes, it was. It was sexy. If you're into Hawks furry mascot. It was it was the best was <laughs> what's his name? DeAndre, it was his name for the Hawks. DeAndre Jordan, not DeAndre. There was his name from the. He came from the Spurs. He's their guard. I can't pronounce his name properly. I I don't. I I can't. But he's a point guard at the Hawks. He tweeted back and was like, "Take that, take that shit down." <laughs> he didn't like it. I don't think I'm the, none of the players liked it. Trey Young is a point guard. Oh, Dejounte Murray is the yeah. Guy. He, he said, take that shit down. Take it down. <laughs> it's funny. Somebody somebody in uh, the marketing department got a kick out of that. They're like, I thought it was I thought it was cool. That was funny. I can see the players being a little bit annoyed, especially because like if you're the only team that does it, it's like, oh man, like Yeah, well, for sure. Now it's something that like other teams and other players can make fun of you for. So. Oh, yeah. That's fun. That sucks. So what else are we going to, I mean, there is, what else do I have on my list of things that I've sent you? That was the, like, most recent thing. There's going to be some games tonight. We'll see how the rest of this in-season tournament goes. Oh, something we didn't talk about last week. This is kind of interesting for me is at least I don't think we talked about this recently, but miles Garrett, who is a Browns player is now a minority owner on the Cavs, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. Now that they've opened that up. So players can own other teams can own. Yep. Yeah. That's it. I think that's interesting. It is interesting. It is interesting. Cause he's an active player. He's very, he's also having a, a amazing season it was it came out to the the news was announced the same week he was like defensive player of the week so he's having like a breakout season the browns the only reason they're doing as good as they are is because the defensive has been really good and he's been playing really good and now he's also got a piece of the Cavs. so that's kind of it's kind of cool. Like, it's kind of... It'd be interesting to see how that works on each side. Like, players starting to own teams and what that means when they're active players owning teams. And Right, right. You know, so that that that's going to be interesting. I do like it. I think it's cool. But yeah. again, like, I, I, I hope it doesn't lead to anything where, you know, like, it, a player buying a team and then you know, doing parlays against a team that he owns. Uh, where's the line drawn between the betting 
right? I mean, he may not have so much stake, but still. But I mean, like someone who's not a player could do that, right? Yeah, of course. Anyone could do but, that. But I, but I'm sure they have some safeguards in place. Yeah. For betting and stuff, but I think it's interesting. I want to see what, where LeBron goes. Yeah. Or what he tries to buy. Should buy an MLB team. That's what I would do. I feel like those are going for cheap right now. Like no, it, it costs too much money because they got got six farm systems. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah. I don't want all that. That's that would be yeah. There'd be all these like farm and teams. Okay, never mind. Because in soccer and in um, um, baseball, you could sign a player from when they're in high school still. That's true. But I think it, well, the MLS teams those were going for cheap for a while. I don't think as much anymore because now they're getting worked in. Like options to buy are getting worked into contracts, right? To, like, yeah. to it's 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 buy. it's the flow to keep these teams afloat. I think this money in general, like to pay these players this balloon salary, you need investors all the time. Oh yeah, for sure, so. for sure. And there's plenty of people who want to invest at least for a period of time in teams because it's such a status symbol, like yeah. being a part owner of whatever team whether it's an nfl team or a nba team like you get good you know it's a status thing right so for someone yeah, for like sure. miles garrett who's in cleveland like he played in when cleveland had the all-star week he was a dunking guy yeah i remember yeah he played in the celebrity tournament game and he always joked that he sh the Cavs should sign him oh yeah i remember so I made a joke on the comment. I was like, oh, first player owner. And someone was like, well, no, somebody else has been a player and owned a team. I'm like, I'm talking about if they actually, the joke that they want to sign him. So if they signed him to the Cavs and he was part owner, he could be the first player owner, which I don't think is allowed. But no. maybe it should be. Yeah. The only person that did that was Michael Jordan. He had was... a stake in the Wizards. Oh, did he? He played. Yeah, he did. Did he? He's so the only Michael Jordan was the only, for that. I did not know he's that. The only player, he's the only player to play for the team that he owned. He wasn't winning them anything, but. No, he was old. Yeah, he was old. I mean, I'm surprised LeBron still, never tried to. He still, he still averaged 30 points, though. So. Yeah. I'm surprised LeBron hasn't just bought a team outright. I think they cut it out. Yeah, I don't it think. It didn't work. It didn't work. Yeah, I don't it think it's bad. allowed anymore. Or LeBron would, like, own. A part of some team. Not the Lakers. The bus should they let that go. No, no, not the Lakers. And I don't think Dan Gilbert's going to let go of the Cavs anytime soon. But. Raptors will give him a piece. Come over here. We have to take from LeBron. You want to play for us? Sure, there's yeah. a lot of teams that would open the Clippers. The Clippers would probably give them a piece. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't even have to change lockers. Like, you just yeah. I don't know, go across the hall to the other locker room. Just, yeah, come on, guy. That's a race. Join, join Kawhi. Like, LeBron should, that should be his next stop on a team. You should have Kawhi, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, LeBron. Like, then you could get and Bronny. Paul George, they're not even going to win no games. No, but they'll tank so they can get Bronny. And oh, then no. We can't give. We can't start Bronny off on a losing side. He needs to. He's the right choice. The team that could have a chance. Because <laughs> those teams have no draft picks in the future. Like if I'm a team, like a middle of the road team, 
I'm just building my team, making sure that the players get better because teams like Brooklyn, all the, the, the Clippers, the Sixers, all these teams have been doing these flip-flop trainings with these superstar players have to give up so much draft capital to the other team that they don't have draft picks. Well, isn't, like, that's kind of The Thunder have them all. I know. With OKC, that's why OKC is kind of good right now because they have, they took everybody's draft picks. And they literally have, like, 30 of them in the next four years. They're just going to just drafting people, drafting people. So what's good for them is all they got to do is this, if this team could get to the middle of the playoffs, then you could just trade some draft capital for a superstar. And then and that puts you above. Yeah. So, so okay, Raptors, so you Raptors, Raptors might, years. yeah, you never know. Raptors might just hightail and send Siak over and take some draft capital. <laughs> That's what they should do. See, Re- Remy's got, Remy's got. Right, if, you, if, if only for draft picks. I don't want no players for Siak. Doesn't make sense. Just Unless they're like expiring. Guess me some draft picks. There you go. There you go. Yeah. So we'll leave it on that. Just get some draft picks. Get your draft capital. For any of the teams that are listening to us now. Yeah, I'm not a good GM, guys. I Remy does have some good ideas for your City Edition jerseys, though. But I had the jerseys for sure. Not a GM status. That, but, I'll let know, somebody maybe else. Maybe could work in your marketing department. Yeah, I'll let somebody else have a headache over jerseys. I mean, over over trades. We will be back next week or whenever. <laughs> yeah, we got to do. Uh, yeah, we got to definitely do next week. Man. Yeah, there'll be more. We gotta, yeah, there'll be. There are definitely going to be more as like teams are able to trade some players that they traded for and signed. Starting to come out in January, December, and January, you'll, you'll yeah. start to see trade. Trades are going to start happen now again oh yeah all right well we hope we we hope for the drama as the games go on and hopefully our teams get better and improve yeah or we'll just talk about other teams that are doing better (laughs) unfortunately (laughs) unfortunately for us we will see you next time like follow us subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and yeah join our Substack. And if you actually become a paid follower, you can actually have a conversation with us. So that would be cool. But we will see you next time. Bye.